Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on essential Christian doctrines with this sermon entitled, Perseverance of the Saints, preached February 16th, 2020. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. Perseverance of the Saints. John Murray Professor says, not believers, but of the saints. Saints are those who live a holy life. They live by repentance and obedience of faith. Evangelicals are saying, you don't need to repent, you don't need to obey. You can keep your sin and be saved. So we are talking about perseverance of the holy ones who live by repentance and saving faith. The Westminster Confession of Faith defines perseverance as follows. They whom God hath accepted in his beloved, effectually called and sanctified by his spirit, can neither totally nor finally fall away from the state of grace, but shall certainly persevere therein to the end and be eternally saved. Perseverance is the final letter in the acronym TULIP, a flower, which is used to describe distinctive aspects of reformed doctrine. They are total depravity, unconditional election, Limited atonement, that is limited to the elect. Irresistible grace and perseverance of the saints. Ephesians 1.4, we read, For God chose us in Jesus Christ before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. The elect will live holy and blameless life. The elect are loved by God and chosen in Christ before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless, meaning saints. In God's sight. They are predestinated. To be like Jesus Christ. And they will be effectually called. By the gospel preaching. Of men sent from God. Many pastors in this country. And throughout the world. Are not sent from God. 
Keep that in mind when you look for a church. The elect will hear the gospel, be regenerated by the Holy Spirit, repent and trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. These elect will be justified by God the Father. They are adopted into God's family, everyone. The elect will be progressively, what sir? Sanctified and will persevere to the end to be glorified. Not only will the elect believe the gospel, but they will also experience the sealing of the Holy Spirit. As we read in Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing, Mark, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. And Romans eight twenty-eight through 30, we read, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. There is a purpose behind God's action. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Foreknown means what, sir? Foreloved. Who said that? Professor John Murray. For loved are predestinated, they are called, they are justified, they are glorified. Same people. Make your calling and election sure through your holiness. You live a holy life. We live always by repentance and saving faith. The elect will persevere to the end. Revelation 2, 9 through 10. To the church of Smyrna, the Lord said, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know the slander of those who say 
they are Jews and are not but are a synagogue of Satan do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer I tell you the devil will put some of you in prison to test you and you will suffer persecution for 10 days be faithful even to the point of death and I will give you a crown of life perseverance of the saints 2 Timothy 4 17 through 18 Paul writes but the Lord stood at my side others forsook him but the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it and I was delivered from the lion's mouth the Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom to him be glory forever and ever amen second corinthians 12:9 but the lord said to saint paul my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest upon me. Christ's power of the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit is come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. I am speaking to you from the uttermost part of the earth. Two points. Point number one. Non-elect sinners do not believe the gospel. Sinners who are not elect will not persevere. They are agents of the devil. The vast majority of the people in the world are non-elect. They live to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. They do the will of their father, the devil. They may even belong to the visible church professing faith like Saul, Judas, and Demas, and so on. They are like bad trees producing bad fruits of sin. They are like the first three soils Jesus spoke about. They produce no fruit because they are unregenerate dead in sins and trespasses they will never enter into God's rest of salvation they are like 
the 603,548 people who died in the desert. As we read in 1 Corinthians 10, 5, Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. Their bodies were scattered over the desert. They are like the fruitless branches of John 15, which are cut off, thrown out, dried up, gathered and burned up. That is going to hell. They are described by Jesus in Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Obedience. Evangelicals are saying you don't need to repent, you don't need to obey. You can keep your sin and go to heaven. They are lying to you. They are wicked professors and pastors. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you Away from me, you evildoers. Pastor's translation, go to hell, you antinomians. And First John 2.19, we read, They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. But if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. This truth is proved again and again in this church. Where the gospel is preached. Where saints can be found. This is not the only church. There are churches like this throughout the world. Few people. They hear the gospel. They are regenerate. They repent and they believe. Therefore, everyone must get out of the synagogue of Satan to the church which Jesus Christ builds. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There are many churches like this. Peter compares them to dogs and swines. In 2 Peter 2, 20 through 22, he writes, If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off at the end, then they were at the beginning. 
it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them of them the proverbs are true a dog returns to its vomit and a pig that is washed goes back to her wallowing in the mud so they teach you do not repent do not obey keep your sin there are preachers who preach a false gospel who demand no repentance and no obedience of faith from sinners in second corinthians 11:13 through 15 we read for such men are false apostles deceitful workmen masquerading as apostles of Christ and no wonder for satan himself masquerades as an angel of light it is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness their end will be what their actions deserve such believers so called are not saved as we read in hebrews hebrews 3:18 and to whom did god swear that they would never enter his rest if not to those who come on disobeyed in other words disobedient people go to hell hebrews 4 2 and 3 for we also have had the gospel preached to us just as they did but the message they heard wasn't of no value to them because those who heard did not combine it with faith that is obedience of faith now we who have believed enter that rest eternal salvation just as god said so i declared on oath in my anger they shall never enter my rest hebrews 4:6 it still remains some will enter the rest and those who formerly had the gospel preached to them did not go in because of their disobedience and you notice disobedience very early honor your father and mother and very early they say no i don't honor anybody who is the lord that i should obey him hebrews 4:11 let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall by following their example of disobedience 
true faith obeys Jesus Christ as Lord. Devil also believes in God and shudder, but the devil will never repent or obey God. These people are dead and disobedient. In Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, we read, Listen, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, the devil. Everyone obeys. Either the devil or the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone obeys. There is no autonomous persons in the whole world. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Twice dead. They will experience God on the judgment day as a consuming fire. As we read in Hebrews 12, 29, our God is a consuming fire. That's why we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. For they did not fear God. In Hebrews 10, 28 through 31, listen, we read, Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? who has treated as an an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified him, who has insulted the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. Now we, he says, it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. These people are in the church as false brothers. Paul writes, this matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves, false brothers in the church. And let me tell you, in due time, they will not persevere, they will walk away with the whole family, proving themselves non-elect, unregenerate, unbelieving in the Lord Jesus Christ. Many churches are synagogues of Satan, full of people who are children of the devil. In these churches, the gospel is not preached. 
And as Pastor Peter Masters says, the people are entertained because they like entertainment. Such people persevere to the end, quote unquote, but only to enter eternal hell. They will persevere in their sin. Jesus said, Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. In one sense, they persevere. In sin, in the morning, in the evening, in the night, they are spending their time in revelry. Point number two, sir. This church believes in the perseverance of the saints. Hagioes, holy ones. They live a holy life. We read about saints in the following verses. Romans 1, 6 through 7. And you all also are among those who are called to belong to Jesus Christ to all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. Romans 8.27 He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. Friends, saints are holy ones who live a holy life. That doesn't mean they are perfect. They live by repentance and saving faith. Why repentance? They may sin. Matthew 5, 8, Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. They alone see God. Hebrews 12:14 Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy without holiness no one will see God It's a lie You can practice sin and go to heaven It's a lie and these preachers are demon possessed 1 John 3, 2 and 3, dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Romans 8, 28 through 30, we learn few things. Number one, God works for the good of those who love him. God works all things according to his purpose. God, number two, God works for the good of those he foreknew. For new means for loved when in eternity past. 
foreloved according to professor john murray this means those god elected in eternity as we read in ephesians 1:4 he chose us in him before what's the creation of the world for what purpose to be holy and blameless in his sight that's why these creatures are wicked people they preach for money in eternity god chose few fallen people to be holy and blameless to live with god forever in the new heaven and new earth where dwells righteousness number 3 he predestinated these people to be like jesus christ our older brother we are going to be glorified sir number 4 he called them effectually to believe in jesus christ through the gospel preached by god sent ministers what did i say sir many ministers are not sent by christ they wanted a job number 5 the holy spirit regenerated the dead elect sinners number 6 the regenerated elect are enabled to repent and believe in jesus christ as lord and live all of life by repentance and saving faith number 7 the elect are justified by god the father number 8 the elect are adopted Number 9 the elect are being sanctified right now progressive sanctification that we may grow in grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ Number 10 every elect will be glorified when Jesus Christ comes again so we read in Philippians 3:20 and 21 but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there the lord jesus christ who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body and first john 32 we read dear friends now we are children of god and what we will be has not yet been made known but we know that when he appears second coming we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is sir the elect will persevere to the end the elect represent the good soil which brought forth fruit 30 60 and 100 fold the elect represent branches that brought forth fruit more fruit much fruit for god's glory john 15 they are described as follows john 6:37 
through 40, all that the Father gives me will come to me means to believe in him. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. And then he says, my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life. And I will raise him up on the last day. John 10, 28 through 30. Listen, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish, persevere to the end. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Oh, security of believers. We are held by Christ and God the Father through the Spirit. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them. Out of my Father's hand, I and the Father are one. John 8, 31 through 32, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, if you continue in my teaching, you are really my disciples, persevering to the end. Then you will know the truth and truth will set you free, sir. Real freedom comes from the scripture. Matthew 10, 22, all men will hate you because of me. They hate you. Well, what is the problem? Well, you preach the truth. All men will hate you because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. First Thessalonians 2, 13. And we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of man, but as it actually is the word of God. The only book that is the word of God is the Bible. All scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness that the man of God be thoroughly furnished for every good work. The Bible alone is God's word. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize. Persevering is our work too. Press on. Forgetting What is behind? I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me. Heavenward in Christ Jesus. 
we will persevere to the end. Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work will also finish it. A good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now listen, 1 Peter 4, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. And into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil and fade, kept in where, sir? In heaven. And we are going to heaven, sir. And it is kept in heaven. Who is keeping it? Jesus Christ, God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded. Divine passage. Shielded by whom? God. God's power until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. And First John 2, 5 and 6. But if anybody obeys his word... The preachers are telling you, you don't have to obey any, anybody. But everyone, pastor, you can quote, pastor says what, sir? Everyone obeys, either the devil or God. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus walked. You look at Peter and Paul and Stephen. Peter was crucified. Did you hear that, sir? And he persevered to that end. God was with him, strengthening him to be crucified. He asked him the question, do you love me more than your life? And he said, yes. They are going to crucify him. Paul was beheaded. Stephen was stoned to death. Yet they persevered to the end. Romans 8, 15 through 16, very important. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again, but you received the spirit of sonship by him we cry, Abba, Father, assurance of salvation. The Spirit himself testifies to our spirit, what? We are God's children. This is the highest assurance you can have. The Holy Spirit testifies to your spirit. You have nothing to worry. You are God's child. I'll take care of you. Assurance of salvation. Highest assurance we can have is given to us by the Holy Spirit. When we fear this and when we fear that, you hear, you are God's child. I'll take care of you. To the end. Second Peter 1.10 Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. If you do these things, you will never fall. 
those who have been foreloved by god in eternity according to god's sovereign purpose will persevere to the end to be glorified because god will enable us to persevere to the end and to receive from god a crown of life revelation 2:10 a crown of glory 1 Peter 5:4 a crown of righteousness 2 Timothy 4:8 we will arrive in heaven sir and we receive threefold crowns crown of life crown of glory crown of righteousness we will persevere to the end because we are not alone Paul wrote that the Lord stood at his side. He is always standing at your side to help you, to carry you when difficulty is difficult. He will carry you. Paul wrote that the Lord stood at his side and he was beheaded. But God was with him. energizing him to endure hardship peter was crucified god was with him stephen was stoned and we read in acts 7 when they heard this they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him but stephen full of the holy spirit looked up to heaven and saw the glory of god and jesus standing at the right hand of god he said look i see heaven open and the son of man standing at the right hand of god he was given a vision and he died Professor J. Gresham Machen, founder of Westminster Theological Seminary, was dying of pneumonia. And God gave him a vision of heaven. And he said to his minister friend, it was glorious. It was glorious. There is a heaven uh, and we are going there. Yes. In Matthew 28 verse 20 Jesus said surely I am with you always to the very end of the age he is our Emmanuel God with us he is with us to strengthen us and comfort us by the holy spirit who is in us he will never forsake yes. us in Hebrews 9:14 we read How much more than will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death in other words 9:14 of Hebrews is speaking about how God's holy spirit helped him to die on the cross the highest challenge he prayed possible remove this cup from me thank god for the holy spirit yes, he will never abandon you 
He is with you and he will strengthen you and he will bring you to heaven. And Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Can you imagine the joy unspeakable yes. and full of glory Hallelujah. when God the Father, God the Son, through the Holy Spirit come and make their home in your heart. Fellowship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is described in 1 Peter 1, joy unspeakable and full of glory that transcends all human suffering. God is with us. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law He meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water and which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They will persevere too. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff. The wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment and nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. I want you to all go to heaven. And you will go to heaven. I'm on my way to heaven. And you are on your way to heaven. You will arrive there. Because God will cause you to arrive there. We persevere because he enables us to persevere by the Spirit. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to persevere to the end. By the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.